0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jerry Fowler,
1: executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What is going on, my man? Nothing. What's going on with you?
0: (sighs) It's been a good week. Yeah. Uh, Getting a lot done. Mm. Feeling pretty good. Mm. We, uh, yeah, Yeah, it's been good. I I feel, uh, I'm feeling good today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. You yeah. know, like it, it, we had a couple of months, okay. oh, a couple of years, um, a couple of years that were, okay. that were a little discouraging. All and right, I've noticed I'm, I feel like I'm on the upswing. All right, yeah, all right. I'm feeling pretty yeah. good. God's been God's blessed me uh-uh. with some music to listen to that I like, and okay, some okay, books to read. And I'm spending time in Galatians and nice, uh, yeah, nice obviously Revelation. Yep. What you're preaching this weekend, so yeah, two witnesses, two witnesses, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Moses and Elijah. Stop it now, <laughs> Eli and Moshe. <laughs> there you go. Moshi, is that how you pronounce yeah. it? I don't know. I'm thinking of from the Left Behind series. Tribulation Force. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I actually know, didn't read those books oh. because I, I was taught all the doctrine at Moody Bible Institute. So Ah,
1: see, um I didn't know any better. <laughs> That's what happened to me. I didn't know any better and someone's like, uh. Oh. And then I'm like, hey, it's a fun story plot. This is a good line. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read this through to the end. So uh, you got something coming up? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. When this drops,
0: this so drops tomorrow on a Thursday. Yeah. So
1: tomorrow, because we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anniversary. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. That's a big one. Fifteen
0: years. Fourteen years. Mm, no,
1: but fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're excited. We're happy. And what are you gonna do? Uh, dinner. Where? Well, I got a few spots. So here's here's what Are You can do. do progressive dinner? I do my progressive dinner okay. thing. I do progressive dinner. hmm Yeah. So we do that. So we'll start at McDonald's. Preservation. Oh. So we go to preservation for wine and uh appetizers. hmm And then actually, well, no, she don't listen. No, she's not, she's not listening. She's not listening. Okay. And then from there, I got reservations over at Fiora's. hmm So we'll go to Fiora's for dinner. Yep. And then you go to all chocolate kitchen for dessert. All right, that's how we do it. I like it. And then come back to preservation for a glass one. Ah, see how that works? You go down and then back because that's where the car's at. So you got to go there anyway.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense.
1: Right. And then and then go home.
0: Then we go home and relax. Are the kids going to be home?
1: They're not going to be home. Yeah, they're not going to be home. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Don't don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you anyway. Don't don't look at me like that. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to high five. Stop. No, come on. Give it up, man. You know what though? I did
0: anniversary. Conjugal love.
1: So, today, (laughs) I get a phone call. Really? From this number in St. Charles. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out. Ooh. Giving a shout out. To one of the restaurants? Paragon Flowers. Oh. So, this is the florist. It's a local florist that I use. They know. I always use this florist for everything. All your mistakes,
0: all your screw-ups, all the the I'm sorry's.
1: The the I'm sorry flowers, the just because flowers, the hey, I'm sorry I asked if you were pregnant but you're not flowers. Mm -hmm. like. All the flowers right. that I
0: need. Yeah, I, I
1: listen. There's been multiple women in our church that have gotten flowers for these guys
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I've like I've messed up or they had you know some celebration, birthdays, things like that, and they they called me and said, "Hey, your anniversary is tomorrow." Just you know. So what are we sending?
0: I was like, "Oh, good for them <laughs> uh, and good for you."
1: Yep, it was great for me. I just I just said, "Genius." I'm going on your website right now. And I put my order through on the phone. They have my card on file. Yeah. Boom, done.
0: Now you're going to tell people what happened, though. For what? What happened? The whole thing. Like, so no, like, one whole you, thing. You told
1: me. Here comes a great story. No, no, no.
0: you you told me that uh, you were talking to your wife. Like, hey, you know, I'd like want I was going to get you something. You mm-hmm. know, and I was thinking about getting you this. Like, you know, you, you've got your engagement. But I was going to get you like a bigger one. Oh, oh my goodness! 15 years. Don't and, even and, play. And, she, and you said, "What do you think?" And she was like, "Nothing would make me happier." And so you decided to get her nothing. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's what she meant. So we'll find out. You'll have to come back and report. No, I, uh, she, listen, she got a house.
1: <laughs> she got a house. They, they,
0: <laughs> that's right. You got the house. I, I'm, I'm spent. Uh, now, is that uh, until I go on vacation? But you feel like you got the house. By the way, I noticed in your backyard, really nice house. There's mm. no covering. You
1: got to yeah. put something up no, there. No, yeah. I know. I know. I got to put a cover
0: You got to be able to sit in the shade yeah. or at least in the rain. Well, first of all,
1: Oh, yes. I need that for, for rain. I, I don't want the shade. Yeah, I know.
0: But for rain, you, you need some kind of I canopy need something, or something. I need
1: something for yeah for rain. Yeah. Because that, you, you, you got a
0: great place you want to sit out there, especially when it's raining. you got a nice big yard. Yep. Pool and all that.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm, no nah, cover. Man, I'm excited. I'm happy. So yeah, no, 15 years. I'd hope that we'd be able to, you know, I'll, I'll have to wait for next year for our vacation
0: okay. to go somewhere. Well, the, the three this year weren't enough?
1: The, well we couldn't we couldn't go to europe <laughs> that's right that's right and that's just <laughs> covid it. and you know the worst part is last year mm-hmm. you know before covid when i was talking to the kids and like yeah do we get to go with you guys on like any like i want to go to europe i was like yeah 15 year you guys could come with us yeah you ain't going now
0: yeah. and even they went with you they'd be with like
1: oh the old pair yeah okay they'd yeah. be with somebody else yeah 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 yeah, yeah. a lot of that yeah mm-hmm. okay I was trying to think of a Russian name that was like, but I couldn't think of one. Babushka. Yeah, you'll be with Babushka. You'll be with Babushka.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's a person's name, but you know, it's something. It's something. Well, we figured mm-hmm. it out. We figured it what out. What is it? What is a, a Russian woman's name? I can't think of any. I, I, uh, yeah. Russian. There you go. Russian. I know, I know a Julia. Name. No, that's too, it's also. She's like Russian. Russian. She's full born Russian. Oh yeah, I know. But like, come on. Alina. Oh, Dasha. Uh, Alexandria. Now I'm starting to remember some. What isn't it Anastasia? Is that Anastasia? Like okay, okay. Yeah, we got some names. We got some names out All there. Right. Yeah, Victoria with a K and a Y. Uh, you yeah, know, okay. Yeah. Daria. Oh, there
1: you All go. Right, we, so, got it. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, next time, getting... next time you want to play time, that. Next time I can go ahead and play that joke. All right,
0: cool. It'll be fine. Speaking of love, oh that. <laughs> that was a good segue. Speaking of love, yeah. we're gonna talk about. God's love today, and specifically whether or not God loves everyone. This comes up, you know, especially especially among young Calvinists. They're uh, you know they learn about God's saving love, His mm-hmm. special love for His mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's a little bit of an overreaction. So, like, like oh, what do you mean overreaction? So like, so you mean? Give so me so, an example. So, okay, so God loves His people, yeah, uh, but He hates everybody else.
1: Ah, uh, yes, Jacob, yes. I
0: loved Esau, Esau I hate, hate He hates. So, boom. Yeah, the oversimplification. (laughs) Oversimplification is not always a good thing. Well, oversimplification is never a good thing. Mm -mm. Simplifying things is good. And uh, so, we wanted to talk about that. It does come up from time to time. There are books written by anti-Calvinists about it. See, Calvinists don't believe that God loves everybody. And And that's
1: why they're so sour and dour. Yes.
0: Um, Oh, dour. Another good Russian lady's name. (laughs) I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it is.
1: I don't think so. Mm. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind, never mind. I was going into like one of our, there's something we were talking about earlier.
0: Here's the thing you don't have to say, never mind. You could just not say anything. And it would just run smoother. <laughs> but then when you say, never mind, like you did before when we were talking and, and I was like, hey man, I don't obsess about stuff. And you're like, yes, you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. And you're like, never mind. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, you, I could think of something. I go, tell me. He's like, I can't tell you. About it. If you just would have just dropped it, it wouldn't have been a thing. But I'm honest But, then, with so then, but no, I'm honest After 10 minutes of me saying, just say it, just say it. You're because like, no, I felt bad because I felt it was unfair like, and unkind. No, it wasn't unkind. Yeah, it felt unkind. It wasn't okay. Okay, it well, okay so you in your heart you you have unkind thoughts for me. No, okay, in my heart I, now I want. I know how you meant. See, it. In now my heart, I, I did, did not want to come off unkind. Yeah, but you didn't.
1: Okay, really? I'm glad to hear that. But yeah. in the moment, yeah, I was a little. I was a little afraid it mm-hmm. might be you know okay. taken the wrong way. Yeah, you you you're hanging out with too many
0: sensitive people or something.
1: Uh, you're literally the only one I hang out with.
0: Well that's weird cuz we don't hang out at all. Exactly. Fact, you hang you hang out more with myself with the with your <laughs> CG buddies, with your community group buddies. You hang out more with them. Oh, I'm so once a week I'm so sorry I go to CG. No, not that outside of that. Outside of that? Yeah. Uh, who? Oh, uh Greg and
1: a- last name please? Uh,
0: lawyer? Ah, uh, I'm drawing lawyer. a blank. Greg Lawyer. I'm bl- I'm drawing and a blank. Andrew Farm. I'm, I am not sure who we're talking and, about. And uh What's his name? I don't even Hot know who shot. T- I don't know, I don't remember. I, I don't, don't remember. even know who you're talking you're about. You're talking about the guys you hang out with. You go on dates and everything. So you hang out with Dude, people. I, dates? Yeah, <laughs> I catch you driving around with these people. <laughs> I know you go on dates, which is fine, which is fine. It's a good thing. I'm glad no, you're whatever, it's not like I got again. my, it's not like
1: I got my Marmee and, you know, 20 year anniversary coming off on Friday and Greg's my plus one, whatever,
0: I don't know. Okay, it's fine, it's fine. See, like you would have more fun if I went. Uh, I'm I'm
1: sure that's probably true. But they all, think some of those guys know him. Mm-hmm. So that's
0: why. Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. So we're going to talk about God's love. And specifically, we want to talk about God's love for everyone before we talk about God's love for his people. And the probably the, the most helpful way to start to think about this is that systematic theologians, when talking about God's love, mm-hmm. find that his love is a part of his goodness so the doctrine of god's goodness if you explore this um you know his goodness is his benevolence his mercy his grace his love for all people in all places so that's mm. the doctrine fundamentally that we're talking about and so when you're in systematic theology if you're preaching those kinds of doctrines then his uh his general love Generally called benevolent love mm. for everybody is what comes up. And uh, where do we where do we start to see this sort of stuff? How far in the scripture do we have to get?
1: I would say right at the beginning oh, in, okay. in Genesis 1 and 2, right? Uh, just that he loves all of his creation, that he created
0: it and it was created good. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, he made it, it's his, he delights in what he makes. Mm-hmm. It all belongs to him. Yeah. Even when it goes sour, you know, he, he still has this benevolence towards God. His his creatures, even the undeserving. Now, even the fire ants. Wow, well, yeah, fire I'm glad, ants. I'm glad I'm glad he loves them because no one else does. No, no, fire ants. Uh, Cicada. What are those? Uh, what are those super wasps that were coming around? Just like was killer the, wasp. No, nah, there was something else. They were killer something, bees. No. that was corona the 70s. bees. Corona, corona wasps. Corona wasps.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate them so much. The, the Fauci flyers. Ooh. There I'm kind of proud of that oh, one. Yeah, that's the, I, I that's want you to know I'm a little that, proud of that, that one. That, that That's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we see it kind of uh, unfolding in different passages of Scripture. One of the ways that you know that God loves his creation and mm-hmm. even the reprobate those who will never believe um is because he does good to them jesus talks about this in matthew chapter 5 he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good he sends rain on the just and on the unjust mm. and so when you're looking around you know sometimes you can see it it almost seems completely indiscriminate Some wicked people have more and some righteous people have
1: less. Well, even the psalmist talk about that. Like, why Mm -hmm. is it that they're prospering more? Mm -hmm. Like, am I not your, am I not your own? Have I not praised you? Do I not worship you? Have I not followed your ways and yet they prosper? All
0: these days I've kept my hands clean. Seems like a waste. Mm -hmm. And it's because they're misunderstanding this doctrine of God's goodness and his love. No, they don't deserve it. That's right. But nobody really deserves it. And neither do you. Yeah, we're all sinners. Yeah. And you haven't earned his favor by keeping your hands pure. He put his favor upon you. So his his goodness is spread throughout the world, which is a pretty amazing thing. And it's really when you see the wicked um, prospering in some way, yeah. And you when you think like, well, okay, so does that mean God loves them? Well, yes, but His benevolent love towards them is being rejected by them. So all of those gifts ultimately. Are, it's more ammunition for yeah, their for judgment judge me. yeah yeah it's like you
1: i never considered that i never considered that like putting it in those words for when the unrighteous receive that benevolent love of god and do not reciprocate yeah awe, affection glory yep. and worship to him mm-hmm. i mean it's an it, it, it's it's sinful
0: yeah yeah it's i can't remember where it is or even if it's in the bible <laughs>
1: But uh, somewhere it says,
0: "Well, hold on, Joe. Hold on. Wait, wait. Even the plowing of the wicked is sin, and I, I think the the implication is huh. that even even the most mundane tasks that you do without affection in any direction is tainted by corruption um, and and bad motives, not just imperfection. So, even the gift of work that you have, the job that you have, that most that most people wind up complaining about, um, you know, you're you're not." returning glory in fact a lot of the people who are wicked and this happens to christians too but a lot Proverbs of pe- 21 4 what does it say
1: uh a haughty look a proud heart and the plowing of the wicked are sin
0: oh
1: all right i just said i, I wanted because you said scripture then maybe yeah i, like, oh. I want to make sure we, know, we i threw- didn't want
0: to, i don't like to say if i'm not 100 uh, percent.
1: no 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 and i i can appreciate that so but, there it is
0: but i got so much bible in me i bleed Bibline, just like Spurgeon said uh, well done mm-hmm. well done okay. that was a nice
1: little humble brag yeah, well,
0: you know so um yeah, I mean it's it's like you the the goodness of God is is a fearful thing if you are spurning it, rejecting it. Mm-hmm. And so like I was gonna say, like a lot of the people who are wicked, who receive God's gifts, not only don't recognize the giver of the gift, they take all the credit for it. You know, it's like I've earned this, I've I made myself, mm-hmm. I'm a self-made man. And there's a sense in which, yeah, that's true, maybe you you, you did a lot of work and you, you put a lot of time, made a lot of sacrifices. On a very superficial level, that's true. But the abilities that you have, the drive that you have, all of mm-hmm. those things are gifts as well. And you're still spurning the good God whose love for you is evident because of how he made you. Hmm. Well, what about in Mark 10, right? What about how Jesus loved the rich young ruler? Are you sure he loved them? Because the rich young ruler was like, nah, nah, I'm not down. I'm not, uh, and so how, what makes you think Jesus loved him?
1: Well, I'm going to go ahead and read it. Okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, and he's,
1: and <laughs> Mark 10, 17 and 22. And as he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to them, teacher, all these things I've kept from my youth. So, so I've kept look your at commands. him. Look at him. I'm a good, I'm a good young ruler. And Jesus looking at him, loved him and said to him, you lack one thing, go sell all that you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. So just right there, he says, uh, and Jesus looking at him, loved him. Yeah. And so it was almost like, I mean, you read that initially, you know, you kind of read that as like, oh, bless your heart, right? Like (laughs) just like, "Mm, child, (laughs) bless your heart, child, you know, but there is that, that sense of, yeah, he, he loved him. He cared for him. He He made him. He
0: made him. He made him for his own glory. Mm -hmm. You know, every person is created to glorify and enjoy God. And so you, you get a sense of that here. I mean, I I love that it says it, 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 it it didn't have to say it, you know what I mean? It, It, I mean, it's a. It's a, it's a narrative comment, right? It's an editorial comment. Uh, you know, Jesus doesn't say, well, I really love you. This is the author mm. saying, no, Jesus loved him. Looking at him, loved him. So he knew, right? Mark understood this doctrine. He loves this lost person who may never believe, right? The rich young ruler hung his head not to follow, walked instead. Yeah. Mm. The line from the tourniquet song. Oh, yeah. 90s Christian metal band. No, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good stuff. It's great stuff. Guy Ritter, Ted Kirkpatrick. Yeah. You know, all the
1: guys. Guy Pierce?
0: No. Guy but Pierce was it? No. Guy Ritchie? Guy Pierce, though, is in The Mayor of Easttown, which is uh, a good true crime sort of, not true crime, but a crime series on HBO mm. or something. It's pretty good. So. Why does this matter? Who? I mean, okay. So God loves everybody. God loves the world. He loves even those who spurn Him. Why is this important for us to know, to grasp, to hold on to? So I was trying to look up Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, man. I
1: know, I know. I was trying to think of where I.
0: L.A. Confidential. I was trying to think. His best role, Memento. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. I'm trying to
1: picture, but I was picturing him in Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's what I was trying to picture. I was like, is that the guy? Is he the one? That's a fun movie. That's a great movie.
0: That's a, well, you know,
1: it's a great it's movie. It's fun. No, no, probably of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What was your question again? And well, okay, I'll so let you
0: answer it. Why, so, why does this matter? And let me put it a, a finer point on it. Why, as Calvinists, is this such an important doctrine? And in part, it is because we talk a lot about God's special love for his people. Mm. We talk about God's saving love. uh, So it's easy for us to forget mm -hmm. that God has his benevolent love for all
1: his creation. Yep. In which case then, you know, there there should be this sense of compassion. Mm. There should be this sense of like, uh, of love and care because we want to love and care that which God has loved and cared.
0: You know, it's like, I get the feeling and I actually feel it myself sometimes, but I get the feeling that there are Christians who really don't love people that are outside of the church, especially people that they think are wrong socially, morally, politically, uh, musically, mm. you know, if they, if they, if they like bad music, you know, sometimes that can rise to the level of egregious sin. in our mm. minds. <laughs> um, But yeah, it's easy for us to dismiss them. They are God haters. They don't fear the Lord Yeah, and they're, they're totally lost and, and look at, uh, oh, what's the girl? uh billy eilish um so Billie eilish is a musician uh, young, uh yeah, yeah young singer yep. very talented one of the most talented before you ask me a
1: question i gotta look her up because i gotta i, don't, I can't think picture
0: so jen uh, my, my daughter introduced me to her years ago when she was just a teenager oh, and the cool gosh. thing about Billie eilish was that like she never like hyped herself up physically she never like sexualized herself like a lot of kids do um she always wore baggy clothes and she focused on her singing but she just came out she's coming out with a new album and you know as an older young lady now um she is a bit more mm, she puts her body on display more okay and so a lot of well people, then good thing i didn't hit yeah, Google, yeah, don't, image yeah, search. Don't, don't image search it i yeah. didn't image search it yeah, don't image search it search. jimmy stop I didn't, it I'm jimmy not. he's not doing it so um private mode
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just love that one liners get you
0: <laughs> <laughs> But then people are like, and they'll, they'll start taking her down. Like, okay, listen, it's, it's one thing to recognize the, you know, the sexualization of, of people, of Mm -hmm. of women is not appropriate. It's, it can be degrading and all this, but that you do, you don't have to hate people like you. And we'll do a whole thing on God's hate for the word. We'll do a whole episode on that. Well, I got to put it on the whiteboard there. Yeah. We'll do an episode how God hates, um, because yeah
1: and defining i guess well no let's go into the nuance of this situation
0: right like it's like you don't you you listen first and foremost that person is made in the image of god and you should have love and compassion for them just like you're talking about compassion right they're ignorant they don't know like they
1: yeah i I guess because i haven't seen it so i don't know what's the varying degrees right of what we're talking of the over sexualization is it over sexualization or is it we're uncomfortable with i don't know i'm trying to word it right yeah well you know like what's the difference between like First of all, like, what's the difference between you know, are you know, your wife glowing up to go out?
0: Yeah, the difference. But I don't, would be I, don't, I, don't I don't, I haven't seen this picture, the, so I don't. I, the the boobs on parade. That would be the difference. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But 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 again. It, 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 listen i'll just say this i it's not over the top crazy stuff that i've seen like her video my, my daughter said me how's oh, your new video how oh, oh, cool i'm like oh okay hey there <laughs> um it, it it's it's more than it was but but again, but your point still stands yeah right. i'm sorry I, I, I diverged it is, what was it's like i i look at the world and it's like i pity i pity the world i, I pity the lost i my yeah. heart breaks for them and the only time i really am like angry is when they're Really hurting people and doing like a lot of damage, and it's like, oh, well, they've 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 exploited somebody, they've hurt somebody. Even then, God is still patient. Yeah. he's still compassionate, right? So you can hold people accountable, but yeah, I think it's important for that. I think that there are other reasons in which understanding and and appreciating God's love for the reprobate is helpful, um, because you know, relationally, it's going to have an impact on how we interact with people. Mm, yep. it, it, it can it should I think temper our hearts in, in a good way so that we don't forget you know it, you hold people accountable but like is anyone beyond saving we don't know who is and isn't elect we don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so how you interact with them could have a really big impact I, I just know like when I was lost um, the, and I hated the church and I hated Christians even though I'd never been to church and I never really met Christians but I hated them for no reason. Mm-hmm, Just, mm-hmm. When I finally started to meet Christians when I was seventeen, for the first time in my life, they were super cool. Yeah, well, hold on, hold on, hold on! Super cool was not one of them, Pat Aldridge. No, that okay. wasn't I, until after I became a Christian.
1: Ah, okay. Continue yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Pat yeah. doesn't I,
0: fall into the super cool. Kind okay, of okay, that's but, that's what. But, I'm but he would at. have. He would have in that. I'm, what I'm talking about is is that they were kind to me. In fact, there was this guy named Chris, and so in gym class uh we we derived we were non-christians right i derived my whole identity sense of value from heavy metal music it it the lyrics the liners of those metal albums were my bible right like everything i derived so much from that and so there's this guy chris and he's wearing a t-shirt and it looks like it says mega death and slayer on the t-shirt mm-hmm. but it, what it really says is mega life through prayer Using the metal logos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so my buddies were like, "Let's go beat the tar to that kid after gym class." And I was like, "As right. one does, yeah, because yeah, you you're making fun of us? Like I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. <laughs> so you making fun of us? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that is, but like uh, <laughs> it ain't cool. So
1: at what point did you think it had something to do with you?
0: Because it's our bands and that's us. The band right. that we are, get our identity there. All right, all so all right. uh, so we walk up to him and these guys, they, they, he didn't even know they're gonna jump him. And uh, they're like, "What's up with the shirt, man?" And he's like, "Oh well, um, I really love heavy metal, but I love I love Jesus even more." And so, like, this is kind of an homage, right? Like, I li- I like Megadeth, I like Slayer, but um, this is emphasizing what I believe. And he was just super humble and chill about it. And all mm-hmm. the guys are like, all right, man. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, yeah, hey, you're yeah, yeah, not being a jerk. Okay. Yeah, 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 cool, yeah, cool,
1: cool, cool, cool." <laughs> but it's like
0: those guys never like all these christians that i met had every reason to dismiss me as a reprobate because of everything my life was immoral and gross and not good but they were kind and compassionate they loved me and i think that that came from at least maybe unconsciously an understanding uh or at least uh, an impulse like about hmm. god loves oh, yeah
1: people. i like that the impulse of it right yeah. and then so we talked about you know uh, god's love for all god's love for the reprobate specifically right and then, well, what about God's love for His people? Because that's something that we really focus on a
0: lot. Yeah, because we like that. It has tremendous significance because, as Christians, we're talking more specifically about God's special love that He has for His people, and then for us individually. And you know, God's love is demonstrated uh, towards us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. when we think about, it, especially as, as Calvinists, when we when we say Christ died for me, we don't mean Jesus died, and His death did some stuff. Yeah. We, we know he died for me by name. He redeemed me. He meant to save me from my misery for his glory. Um, Deuteronomy chapter seven is great. Uh, verses seven through eight. What God says to his people, it was not because you were more in number, speaking to Israel, right? It's not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set his love on you and chose you. For you were the fewest of all the peoples, but it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. It's not because you deserved it. It's not because you earned it. It's not because you're special, right? Like we love our kids because they're our kids we love our spouses like you set your your heart towards somebody because like wow they're they're amazing like oh, they're so amazing mm-hmm. like i love them because of who they are god yeah. doesn't god loves yeah. us in spite of who we are that's
1: right yeah and i mean you know i mean on my 15 year anniversary i mean you know with michelle mm-hmm. i mean how, how lucky she is it's you not, redeemed her i redeemed her from the land of slavery and oppression oh uh, uh, canada yes that's right got her out of
0: socialism canada it what what you, Canaan. That's where the word Canada comes from. It's it for Canaan. 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 Yeah.
1: It was just, it was a. a
0: you I got in I there. I can't say it. it. was a beautiful land. Uh,
1: <laughs> I couldn't even talk about it. Well, how yeah, well. so it
0: was Canaan. <laughs> the giant grapes. <laughs> Do they grow grapes in Canada? You don't know.
1: Yeah, in the Okanagan. The what? Yeah.
0: That's in Japan, dummy.
1: No, it's not. Okanagan. Okinawa. That's different. Oh. <laughs> that's different. I don't know, I think I don't know they, how it works. Actually, I don't know if they do on the in the Okanagan. I think they do
0: grow grapes. Do they have yeah. vineyards in Canada? Th- yeah, yeah. That's what you, I'm trying to say. Grow, you can do vineyards almost anywhere, right? And look, it's like in Alaska, probably not. Well, well maybe in some may, parts of
1: it. Maybe. you, know, you got to think if you have the weather, right? you got to have the you have have right? weather. You have to have weather. That's good. I think
0: you pretty much find <laughs> <than> that anywhere.
1: <laughs> you can't do it in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> There's weather there. But yeah, but it's not the right weather. Oh, okay. you got to have okay. the right weather it's much more
0: rainforesty there so when 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 you're thinking about god's love for his people like what's a passage that you might go to
1: uh well you kind of okay first john 3 1 see what kind of love the father has given to us that we should call children of god and so we are so his in a sense there's that it's not okay there's a difference here when i'm saying benevolence like there's this gift of the love of god to us because we are his children yeah right uh and that his love for us signifies us right like maybe you want to say a different kind of love right uh
0: yeah. that separates us consecrates us if you would sets us apart as his children this shouldn't be hard i don't know why this is hard why would it be hard that god has you know one kind of love for some people and a different kind of love for? Them? we all have different kinds of love well yeah yeah we always say, i love you bro love you bro appreciate you bro Pre-, like it's like okay so like we love our wives yeah, and we love our wives in a different way than we love our kids. And we yeah. love our families in a way different than we love our friends. Yeah. And we love our neighbors and it's all real love, but it's just,
1: it's, it's it's, 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 it's a love. different kind of love. And so, yeah, there's this different love with us.
0: Uh, and it's because we are his children set apart for his yeah. glory and his purpose. And it's like, he, even that, right? Like, like we, and he, we are his children because of his love. Like it, 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 it just goes full circle. It's like, we don't start out that way. He puts His mm-hmm. love upon us, and it's a, it's an overwhelming thing for me because if if I actually contemplate it, because I I don't know most people that I know, not everybody, mm. but most a lot of the people that I know don't feel that they are very lovable. They, we tend to see our 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 ugliness, our weaknesses, our, frailty, our unworthiness, you know, our and especially failures. especially as Christians, right before God, and it's like why would he love me and th- that's the beautiful mystery like what is man that you are mindful of him like we're nothing we are, mm. w- are but dust I, all right we are you, but dust i know you put yeah. the you put the no, pause in the, you the wrong about? spot you no know i didn't you did. what are you saying you know we you are did. but dust that's what i'm saying <laughs> we are we are nothing
1: so I, I i know i've referenced this in the past and you know i'll say it again i think for me, I went through a season of wondering, does God love me? Right. Mm-hmm. How could God, everything you're talking about, right. How is it that God could love me in, in the midst of like my hypocrisy and my failures and my lack of love and affection for him. And um, like, and I was really, I was really torn by that. Uh, and then I, you know, I, I, I did read uh, during the season. It was really helpful for me. Brendan Manning's uh, ragamuffin gospel—that's right?
0: what got you so messed up. Go ahead.
1: It did not give me messed up. Was good because I'll tell you right now, Dane Orland's a better bra- ragamuffin b- gospel. It's the same thing. He's a Brendan Manning.
0: No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes.
1: Gentle and lowly is a better ragamuffin gospel.
0: You could just say that gentle and lowly is a better all kinds of better than a lot of things.
1: It's a, it's along the same vein.
0: I agree. Um, I I th- I think that this is something that we. We, we need to meditate more on because and we have to press into it right like god loves me in spite of my unloveliness that's what makes his love so amazing um and, and his love is and we'll talk about this but hmm. is is unending and but it has a purpose right so when we're talking about you know agape love if we're talking about this kind of christian love or the love that god has for us it's not just emotion Right, I think it was Charlie Peacock. He was a Christian musician. He did some writing. Uh, he one time said that love is emotion plus devotion, which is super simple. But I actually really like it, right? Because it's not just affection; it's action. Mm-hmm. It works. Mm-hmm. It does something. And so, like in Ephesians five, verse twenty-five through twenty-seven, it says, "Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church." So th- there's there's an exhortation for us to function in a certain way based on this gospel truth of divine yeah. love,
1: lordship. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Submission, lordship, sandwiches. So, uh, as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, so now you have love leading to sacrifice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for this purpose, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. So, like... God doesn't love in a, in, in a superficial way. We're like, oh, I it's not infatuation. Um, it, it's not just empty delight. It's, it is a love with a purpose that seeks to make us better, to, to make us best, right? To, to wholly and completely redeem us. Mm. So when I start thinking about God's love for me, it's overwhelming because he likes me. Like that's, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. He, he loves me. Yeah. He, like why? He del- Right. He delights me. It delights me. And this is further demonstrated in that he is now going to make me into the person I'm supposed to be. He doesn't let me stay where I am. He's going to move me along. And sometimes I'm not even aware. Oftentimes I'm not even aware that he's doing it. And then it's like on the back end, like recently. Hmm. Here we go. Here we go. So I was with my discipleship group today. Yeah. And, uh, we're at Viator Coffee in Belgium, mm. and uh, and we were talking about what God's teaching us and stuff. And one of the things that God really made very clear to me in the last couple of weeks is my complaining. Now, everybody knows I complain. I'm really good at it. I mean, I have an honorary doctorate when it comes to complaining. <laughs> I didn't actually take classes, but I am so good that people recognize my gift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would honest, genuinely say most of my complaining is superficial. There's not a lot to it. Uh, and or it's humorous. I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there are complaints. A lot of my complaining is um, is like me actually complaining about stuff. Now, um, my it really has a negative impact on my wife. My wife does not like oh, I, my yeah. complaining. Yeah. Right? It, uh, it, it weighs on her. And I've always been like, why would she be mad at me? for me complaining about something that has nothing to do with her. I don't understand why, like she, like my, my dog drinks water out of the bowl and the water splashes all over because my dog's a, a total idiot. And uh, so then I walk around in my socks because doesn't doesn't want us to wear shoes where she just cleaned the floor. So I'm like, oh, I got my socks on and I step in the water and I'm like, oh great. I'm stepping in water. The dog, you know, now it, it's a throwaway complaint. I don't mean much by it at all. It's certainly not directed at anybody, just complaining. Not good, but in my mind, not a big deal but I saw the impact that it had on her. And then, you know, she sort of responded to it, like, you know, like, why are you complaining or whatever? And, and I was so like, so you're mad at me because I'm complaining about the dog. I don't understand what, how, and what God did is he began to show me, like, listen, even when, Jen can't even appreciate your funny complaint because you've piled up all of these other complaints mm. that are not appropriate, that are, you know, weighty, so that even, even a funny complaint, which should make somebody laugh, she can't appreciate because she's so burdened by it. And God really began to convict me about it. So much so that like I, for the first time in a long time, I'm actively catching myself. Like don't, don't complain. Like at mm-hmm. home, like don't complain. I'll save my funny complaints for my friends. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm mm-hmm. trying to not complain, be super positive. And, um, but that, even that, like that's a mark of God's love. Like he's working in us to show us what's wrong so yeah. that we can become yep. better versions of ourselves by becoming more like Jesus. Who wasn't a jerk that complained about things. No,
1: no, he was not. So, Joe, when we talk about God's love, you know, for all the reprobate, for his people, why is that important? Like, when we're talking about this, why is it important that God loves us? Why is it important that God loves you?
0: Well, when I, th- when, when I think about God's love for his people, God's love, his saving love for me, I know, because of what scripture says, that his love is the ground of my security, Mm. Um, it's it's not my love for him that's the ground of my security he's not holding on to me because of how much I love him he's holding on to me because of how much he loves me so Romans 8 38 39 two of the most wonderful verses in scripture for I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord like God's love is our security Mm. like we are elect justified going to be sanctified our glory is assured eternity is assured because his love is unmoving and we've we've talked about this right god doesn't love like we do as if it's some sort of progressive thing he doesn't have an affection like we do he has a perfection his love is eternal and perfect and that makes not just our salvation secure, but our identity secure, mm. our relationship with him secure. It locks everything down so that when I am starting to question, how can I be a Christian? I, my, my love for God is so small, but you do have some love for God. Yeah, but it's, it's so, so small. But yeah, but that that you love him as little as it is because he first loved you. Mm. That's why that's happening. So security is probably the big thing that comes to my mind. Well, even
1: along those lines, right? About how uh God's love for us should be moving us to love, right? First John four. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. Whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Mm. We love because he first loved us. So we're able to love. Yeah. And not only we so can well, love, yeah. we can love. So we're able to we're able to love him, mm-hmm. right? First and foremost, we're able to love him. And so we love him because he first loved us. It gives us that, that enablement that our security, as you're talking about, we don't have that fear, right? Um, because we have been perfected in this love and that's his love. And so we're able to love him, but then also others, right? Like we yeah. should be able then to love others.
0: If, if God can love you within and outside the church. Yep. If God can love you, you loser, then you can love other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's an easier thing to do, right? I mean in a sense like God is holy and perfect and like we are like everybody else. I, I think that's a really good point like that God's love for us is what should motivate us, compel us to love other people inside the church I mean if you don't love your brothers and sisters, I mean John says you, there's no way you're even a believer man like there's got to be mm-hmm. some sort of love there. it's, it's got to be yeah but I think yeah we, it is it is easy for us to stop there. Because we're on the same team. Yeah, team you know, Jesus. Yeah, and it's like, eh. there, there's, there's, there's a whole world of people that we want to have fellowship with us because our fellowship is with the Father, right? Our fellowship is with Christ. Mm. And that, that we can love somebody who doesn't deserve it because, like Calvin makes a big deal out of this. We love our neighbor and are kind to them even in their wickedness, not because they deserve it, but because they're made in God's image. They belong to God and God loves them Mm. and God loves us. So now if God loves them, we should be motivated to love them. But because God loves us, we can, like you said, we can love them Yeah, because he's changed us. His love has been shed abroad in our hearts. It really does change the way that we think, the way that we feel um, towards people. And I I think this could be a big help for us. It, It should have been a bigger help for us in the last The last four years you know with trump Mm -hmm. the coronavirus like all the drama all the hate we should we should have been the people that are showing like what real love looks like for people that are not like us people that we disagree with people that we consider enemies i mean jesus says right love your enemies so i think we still can be we're supposed to be that kind of an example Mm -hmm. not to point people to us but to point people to god who loves us
1: absolutely Well, uh, we would love to hear thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, drvotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, joefostore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over the website. We got that all-access exclusive content, the banter of truth on Tuesdays and weekday wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to drvotion.com slash all-access to register today. Later.